This week is a rather chunky mixture of Texas Chainsaw Massacres, a Leatherface Bouillabaisse, if you will, a hearty stew of old and new and what we love most about these stories, focusing on the original film from 1974 and the 2022 Toss It All Out and Start Over sequel. Spoilers galore, you've been warned. On top of that, you're getting a very special springtime Year of the Saints segment. And a side conversation we decided to include where, oh, you'll find out. And real quick before we start, I want to point out that later in the episode, there's a promo for Aim for the Head, which is an awesome Walking Dead podcast. And if you want to hear some of my thoughts about recent episodes of Walking Dead, you should listen to them because they read emails from me a lot. And also, there's a really good chance that on the last Saturday in April, I'm going to be doing a live stream for Walking Dead fans from Texas Frightmare Weekend. More info next time. Chainsaw Massacre, yes. and since I re- since I went back and rewatched, well, or really, I really do think it was the first time I ever watched the first one all the way through because I realized as I was watching it that it's like, oh, I, I don't think, I really, I really thought I'd seen it, but there were so many parts that I'm like, okay, I don't know this. I and, haven't you know. seen that one in a long, the first, the original one in a long time yeah. because it freaked me out so bad. I don't know that I could watch it again. See, and I think, I think it I just really don't, freaked me out. I think I just don't. I think part. I think I think I'm sort of protected from a lot of those by waiting so long to see them. Yeah. That. Like nothing about it bothered me at all. Oh, except that, no, that it was the first time I saw it was when we were living next to each other when I was in the duplex. That's the first time I saw it. Really? Yeah, and it freaked me out bad. I thought it was so disturbing and so it really freaked me out. It really fucked with me. Now, at that point, had we already met the chainsaw chicks? I'm trying to no, remember. No, no. we hadn't met them yet. We hadn't even gone to know. This was, I didn't think this was the pre-Frightmare, I think. Because I, 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 what years was that? Oh, God. I mean, I was already married. I want to say early 2000s. Well, I was married in 2000 and I moved to the other side. I moved from... B to A in like. Yeah, I'm thinking 2001, two or three. I think. Well, you let's see. Yeah, it would have had to have been because you would have been you would have moved away by like 2007 or eight mm-hmm. because seven seven or eight was when your side was empty and I was and um. Yeah. Trying to get the illusion to move in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was around then. And then 2009 was when we got Puppy. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the first time, and I hadn't seen it since. Now, the new one, it didn't freak me out or disturb me. No. At all. But the original really, really fucking did. Yeah. And I'm afraid to watch it again. I think. You know. <laughs> Well, or, I mean, so like, but I mean, it's, it's, it's so funny. Although it, it was funny when I was watching it, um, I got on my phone cause I, I was thinking about, cause, um, the same weekend, um, that cult classics convention was going on down in Bastrop. 
Mm-hmm. And you know how they always, they're they are connected to, you know, what they call the gas station, the Texas gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is the gas <laughs> station from, from the movie. And so I got on Instagram because I follow the gas station um, mm-hmm. on Instagram. And I was curious because I knew it was around Bastrop somewhere, but I didn't really know exactly where. And I found the address from there. And then I went into Google Maps and I realized... I'm like, I'm like, like maybe, maybe 20 miles. Like I'm closer to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre gas station than I am to like my dad's house. Yeah. So you're like, going to have to make right, a pilgrimage. <laughs> right down the road. It's just right yeah. down the road. I really, and apparently that gas station has become like a horror, like store. Like the people who bought it who bought the building have kind of turned because oh, it's like, a, no. because it's like now a that tourist you say trap. That, I now. remember reading something about that. Now that you say that. Yeah. I remember, okay. Yeah. Like they, they still, I mean, they, they made a replica of the sign of the barbecue, you know, and you know, so it looks the same from the outside, but, and I think you, I think you can still get barbecue there. I think you can get barbecue, but it's, but it's like a store where you can get like horror, oh. horror stuff. But is it human? Well, you know. <laughs> but I gotta say, you know, um, as much as I, as much as I don't, I don't ever want to diss Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 because, you mm-hmm. know, Bill Johnson's my boo and whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I do appreciate this this trend towards let's make a sequel that pretends that all the other sequels don't exist. I do appreciate yeah. that tendency because I I do have an issue, and I realize that as that horror fans probably would take issue with me saying something like this, but I do have an issue with horror franchises that the thing that connects all the movies together is the, is the killer. And, and so it ends up being a series of movies about some guy who just murders people. And it's not a, it's like the original movie wasn't about that. But the franchise becomes about that. You know, when when it becomes, ooh, who's Freddy Krueger going to kill now? And it's yeah. it stops being about the people and it becomes oh, yeah. about we'll, Freddy we Krueger. We won't even talk about the Halloween, the mess of the Oh, Halloween. for God's sake. <laughs> but like like the, the Halloween 2018, you know, it became, you know, they, they threw all that shit out and it became about Laurie Strode again. Yeah. And I was like, well, see that I can get behind that. And one of the, and the thing that I was excited about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but then ultimately ended up a little disappointed was I thought that this was going to be the Sally Hardesty story. Oh yeah. She I was in it for... I thought it five was minutes be... of screen time, maybe. Oh God! If that, I, I if it, that, yeah. it may have been more like three. I mean, yeah, because I was seeing pictures of her, and I was seeing, you know, I, I was like, oh, cool! This is going to be Sally forty-eight years later or whatever. You know, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, kicking ass, and yeah, that was not the case. And it was like, but although I, I there is a part of me that that wonders. Now, granted. Marilyn died, Marilyn Birds died enough years ago that maybe not. Because once I, I double checked to see that, because she died like like eight years ago, I guess. Uh-huh. My first thought as I was, after, when, I, when I watched it, I was thinking about like, if Marilyn was still alive and Marilyn was playing Sally again. Oh, it would have been a lot more footage. It would have been it about would have been, her. Yeah, I really think oh, that totally. the story would have been way more about Sally because Marilyn oh, totally. would have been like, "No, fuck you. This is my movie." Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not coming out now, here to do this Now is she the one again. we drank rum with? God damn right. Okay, her and that's Terry right. McMinn, the yeah. two, the two, the two women from 
the first Oh, that's Texas right. Chainsaw it was both, wasn't it? And Carolyn that's right. from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. All okay. three of them. But mainly right. the, the two from the first movie. Because that year, that year of Frightmare, I was carrying a bottle of rum in my bag. <laughs> and and I we think just it was, sat out with them and chain smoked and drank rum. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was Terry, actually, who 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 just called me Bacardi Lady. Like, she'd be like, Bacardi yes. Lady, Bacardi Lady. I'd have to yes. call her drink off. But, <laughs> but they were, oh, God, I love, uh, Anyway. Marilyn yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Terry were just the cutest they were the absolute cutest but i but and although i did think that the, the woman who played her was awesome i looked her up though she's irish oh really totally i was just like whoa cool oh my god that was like completely shocking because i, I was she like, does oh, texas white trash she really she nailed it man <laughs> oh totally she really looked exactly the way i would think how that sally would look now uh, the bitchin' booty. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they could play on their yes. show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... I can't do it now. I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, What do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. Who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the Bitchin Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in their next show. Diplomatic community. I liked the story. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't think we need to recap it. I don't think any. You know, yeah. I don't want to go because it's too. It's too detailed to go into. I mean, I I enjoyed it, but I but I was I was disappointed that it wasn't more Sally's story because I really wanted I really wanted Sally to get to kick his ass. Oh yeah, it was really nothing to do with her. She was totally incidental. Like, oh, she's held this grudge, and oh, she's a state trooper now, and oh, she's gonna kill him, and then she gets killed. I did appreciate. I, I like the <laughs> idea that she became a cop that she yeah. i mean that it inspired her to not just be like a flighty yeah you know hippie chick that she became a cop and she was she was going to dedicate the rest of her life to figuring out who the fuck this guy was and i loved that but then she's put in a room with him spoilers whatever she she's she's finally face to face and she starts fucking monologuing and she doesn't fucking shoot him. I know. I mean, I I realize that that's just how movies are. But there's two big problems I have. When you shoot him, shoot him in the fucking head. Yeah. When you finally do shoot the guy, why do people not go for the head? Because you can't possibly kill the bad guy because then you don't get a sequel. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. Remember Richter? Who was who so thought- cute. So fucking I hot. I thought he was so hot. He oh my god, so he was so hot. Hot. He was Remember, so red like, and he, hot. Remember, like, you know, he goes, he gets his gun and he's going into the orphanage. Yeah. And rather than just shoot Leatherface when he sees him, no, he starts fighting with him physically. He's like, there you're holding a-, a gun! In real life, it would have been see him, shoot him, it's over. There would have been no. Oh, <laughs> you know Jesus, Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And even I mean I understand that would have been the end of the movie, but come on. And even re- later, yeah. <laughs> when we get the chainsaw away from Leatherface, yeah, you know what you should do. You know, don't cut his head off or anything. What you should do is caress him gently on the chin, make him bite his tongue a little bit or something. Go poof, like like the uppercut with the, with the end of the chainsaw. Don't cut his fucking head off. 
If you oh. were if you were trying to kill someone with a chainsaw, I really don't think gently gently bopping him on the chin is yeah. the way you're gonna do that. I don't care if he falls over. It's like God damn it. And also, I mean, okay, how old Sally was. So how old yeah. is Leatherface now? Is is he like seventy? How old oh, is he? Oh, that's true. He has to be because even if he was oh, like yeah. eighteen. Even if they were both, you know, young adults yeah, in the original, yeah. that was still 1974. And if yeah. she's this old, then so is he. Yeah. And how much, oh, did, did you realize that, that, that the old lady in the, um, in the orphanage was Alice Krieg? God, I love her. No. And she's going to be at Frightmare this year. I'm very oh. excited. And so is the new Leatherface. See, they just announced him. I'm very excited. excited. I love Alice Krieg. She has become such a crazy old lady. She plays <laughs> creepy because that, that Hansel and Gretel movie, or I guess they called it Gretel and Hansel, that came out oh, a couple yeah, of years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, I watched that. I remember I watched She it was the crazy old lady. Yeah. And she, was the, she was the witch in the house. That, okay. was, that was Alice Krieg. She's so fucking cool. But, oh, my God, I love her. But, like, she, you know, like, she's been, like, I guess... She took Leatherface in, I guess, when his family died, and she took him in as an orphan, and she's been taking care of him. But I kept thinking, yeah, how much does that boy know? eat? I think she had to know. Well, she his... had to because she apparently she's she kept his chainsaw hidden yeah, in the house what all the this time. Situation was she knew she knew who he was. She's been she's been protecting him all this time, which is so weird. But you know. And see, and I love the him cutting her face off and wearing her face. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because as a as a Walking Dead fan and because of the Whisperer storyline where, um, you know, whatever, spoilers for people. I mean, this was years ago now on Walking Dead. Yeah. But the Whisperers were these crazy ass people who would cut the faces off of zombies and wear them like masks and limp around and pretend to be zombies so they could live amongst them. And oh, that was... I remember that. I mean, I only watched right. like two or three episodes with you, but I right. remember that. Actually. But like, yeah. but like it, but like this, this, you know, the, the, the two main people in the whisperers, like when, when the main one died, I'm like the, the, the guy who was like her second in command, he was wearing his best friend's face. Like that was how the whole mask thing started was, his best friend was a zombie that he was sort of keeping alive. And then, and then she convinced him to wear his best friend's face to keep him with him. Yeah. And then when she died later, uh, his, his mask tore and he cut off her face and he made this amazing half and half mask of his oh. best friend and her weird head. <laughs> and it was like, Oh my God, it was the coolest thing. So, so like, because so now, like, I'm, you know, I'm used to Beta. I'm used to this guy wearing the faces of people he loves. Yeah, yeah. Like, to keep, like, to keep them with him. And uh -huh. so when Leatherface does it to the lady who's been taking care of him, I'm totally like, oh, that's sweet. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. But it did make me, and especially when he goes back to the orphanage and he goes into her room and he sits at her dresser and he starts putting her makeup on. Oh, with the, with the rouge, yes. Okay, yes. because I have always, let's, we will go back momentarily because of this, to the original movie. Uh-huh. Does Leatherface have different, he different faces for different occasions? Because the first face we see on him is not the face he's wearing at the end when he gets dressed and he puts oh. on a tie because he have, because they have company for dinner. Uh -huh. And he's wearing the other face that has makeup on it. Oh. And now he has like more of a head and he has like a big bushy dark hair that he doesn't have earlier because he has his own sparse hair. His own zippy the pinhead oh, hair. that's true. And he just has the pieces of face. But now he has this other face that has makeup on. 
And when he's running around at the end and and dancing in the road and swinging the yeah. chainsaw around, he has makeup on that face. And that always that always bothered me because it's like one of the things that fascinates me about the original movie is how once we get in that house, we don't learn shit about those yeah. people. And that there is something awesome about that to me. Maybe he has some weird transvestism thing going on that just puts him in a frenzy. Or like maybe <laughs> what if what if that head was his mommy's face? Oh, that's and true. he puts maybe, makeup yeah. on it because it's his mommy. Like we don't fucking know. Yeah. But the piece the the piecey leather face was a completely different face. Yeah. Because the that the face he's wearing at the end doesn't have all the stitches in it. Because we don't know who the fuck those pieces of leather were. You know, and that, oh, that's freaked me. That end scene of the, for the original one, that freaked me out. Her screaming in the back of the truck freaked me out. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, it totally, that whole, yeah, I couldn't deal with it. But she, but I mean, the whole movie freaked me out. I mean, there's so much about it that's so, I mean, I the only thing I wish, I wish it moved a little faster. Because it does kind of, Oh, the first one? Yes. The original? Oh, yeah, I remember it being kind of... Yeah, I do remember that. I mean, her her friends are really annoying, and I was really glad... Well, the guys, anyway. Yeah. Terry, I didn't mind. Her and her little astrology magazine that she was reading and talking about, you know, ooh, ooh your planet's in Saturn, and blah, 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 or whatever. Um, but... The guys were all so annoying, and her brother in the wheelchair. It's like, oh god, I was just so glad when he when Leatherface shut him up. Yeah, it, you know, it was the time. It was the times. <laughs> but, it, but you know, speaking of the faces, though, it, the only it irritated me that while he was cutting off the face, yeah, and she was on the radio. Oh, oh my god! And whisper. Oh god, that was that was a great scene. That was a beautifully shot. Scene. It was yeah because she was so freaked out. But what bothered me, the guy that was listening to her say this didn't say anything back. Totally ignored her. Did not try to give her any sort of encouragement. Just, just we got to call her to stay. Yeah, he, he did he not just... even like say anything to her. And I guess it would have been moot because it's, it's obvious she's going to die anyway. But he should have said something. Well, you know, I well, I, I actually thought that because she was whispering, I I assumed in that moment oh, that maybe he, he didn't, didn't want to he didn't, didn't want to give it. because she was obviously like hiding and oh my god he's gonna oh, kill me. Oh, that's true. And maybe that's the that case. He didn't want to make I any thought, noise. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's the case. There's about 20 of them out there. What will we do? Don't worry, we're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know, it's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. No! Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack! And another thing, how come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? Aim for, for the, the head. head. What? Aim, Aim for, for the, the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. There's so much good stuff I can say about this movie. Like the way it was shot, the music, it was beautiful. Like yeah. the field of, of sunflowers that we're going to seed 
that was so wonderfully creepy. Like that. It was so weird and creepy and disturbing. Yes. It is. That is like. That is like takes the old cornfield trope mm-hmm. and just just throw that in the trash because sunflowers with their heads bent over because they're going to seed. I've never seen a field of them like that. I've seen a few of them. Yeah. But I've never, I mean, obviously that's what it would look like, but, but I've never seen it before. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And I it thought was, that was cool. It was so fucking amazing looking and it was so effective as, as like, it, it's like you can kind of hide in it, but not quite because it's just sunflower stalks. It's not thick yeah. like corn stalks. I love the way, the way they used like the mirrors, like the side view mirrors and the car and the trucks. Oh, yeah. They they just did such a beautiful job at framing shots and the lighting and like what. Oh, all the fucking hipster yuppie assholes. I loved watching them all oh, die. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, you know, the way they were in their little party bus that had all Although the weird I, blue lights. Although I did light. actually like Dante. Well, he was really cute, but he did, but he was kind of a dick, though. Yeah, but he was, and, but he I, was really and cute. I like, um, oh, God, was her name Mel? Curly hair? There was Melody Mel. and Lila were the sisters. Yes. Yeah, Lila was... The, the younger the, sister. The survivor. Yes. And Mel, I did not like her hair melody's hair there was something about the way that that curly hair was cut that i did not like (laughs) i'm so terrible and that's only i would say that right but i did not like her hair (laughs) i honestly she i kept i it was she bothered me because i kept feeling like i knew her from somewhere and i looked her up and i've never seen anything she's ever been in but the younger sister who looked slightly familiar to me. Um, I did I did know her from somewhere, and yet she's completely unrecognizable from it. Oh. She was in this great movie called Eighth Grade. Um, except she was this sweet little innocent thing with long blonde hair in it. Oh, wow. Which is okay. totally not what she looks like here. Yeah, but yeah. But as soon as I saw, as soon as I looked her up and I went, oh my God, she's the eighth grade girl. Oh my God. That's a great <laughs> movie, by the way. Um... But I, yeah, the, Melody, she starts off as kind of a cunt and I didn't really like her, but then eventually, but she had the most like personal growth through yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was, I was really kind of, that, that final scare of thinking they both were getting away and yeah. then him just pulling her out of the, the sunroof of the car and, and just... See, that's how you kill someone with a chainsaw, motherfuckers. And just standing there holding her head. (laughs) That, that was, I mean, that was a good scare. I mean, I don't get scared that often by movies. You know, unless it's just like your standard jump scare because I get startled easily. But that was a, holy shit, because I did not see that coming. Oh, yeah, like the jump scares all, all startled, but they don't stick with me. Right. But that was beautiful. It was yeah. like, oh, good for you. Well done, guys. Yeah. I but was very nothing in that movie is going to like stick with me to keep me from sleeping. No. Uh-uh. That's not to say that I didn't enjoy it because I really did. I did too. I thought it was really, really good. Whereas like the first one fucked with me where I couldn't sleep and I won't see it again. I, th- it, I like, think I just. It, it scared me on the level of the exorcist scaring me when I first saw it. See, and I, I think, I think it's because, like, movies scared me when I was really young. Like, The Omen scared me. Yeah. But I was also really young when I saw it. Yeah. You know? And, like, you know, things like The Pit and the Pendulum scared the complete fuck out of me when I was, like, 10. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I see things as an adult, they don't... Well, I mean, there's every so often there'll be something that gets in my head. Like, the fucking Blair Witch Project, as much as I hate to admit it, it didn't scare me while I was watching it, but oh, it got it in my fucking head. Oh, scared the fuck out of me afterwards, yeah. For, for, for a couple weeks after it, every night I would wake up in the middle of the night and think I saw someone standing in the corner of my room every fucking oh, night. Oh, I know. My thing was, weeks. I remember I saw it, I saw it at Dolby. 
I know you saw it in my house. Yeah. Because we watched but, it on uh, Halloween the, one night. Yeah. Yep. But the first time I saw it, I saw it at Dobie. Yeah. With, you know, my ex that I lived at, on Woodrow with. Yeah. And he had, I guess he must have been, I don't know if he went to visit his parents or went to a conference or something, but I remember yeah. he was out of town. And that first night, I remember I slept with the bedroom door open and I was afraid to go to the bathroom because I was afraid to open the door that there'd be a pile of rocks outside my door. <laughs> Inside the house? Yeah, oh that movie God. really scared me. Oh my God. And it wasn't until afterwards and it was the image of her standing in that corner at the end. No, it was the guy standing in the corner. Oh, it was the guy. Okay. No, because she that was the image, one who was screaming. But yeah, the guy standing in the corner. That that yeah. was so terrifying. And it's like, it's such a simple thing. But see, that, yeah. that's when a movie is good. Is when they can come up with something that's that just burns into your brain. Something that simple. And yeah, that, and yeah, I watched it. it I watched it not that long ago again. Yeah. And, you know, again and again. And I was like. Oh, I'd forgotten how much I hated all the characters in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're horrible. That's one of the reasons why the movie didn't scare me as I was watching it, was I was just like, oh my god, these people are insufferable. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, I didn't remember that. And I thought, I think that was part of why it didn't affect me emotionally, because I didn't care what happened to them. Yeah. Because, and I thought that that... I, I kept thinking, well, this must be on purpose. Like somehow it, you know, but yeah, it, but just, it, but... it scared. Yeah. It really stuck with me and it scared. Yeah. It, 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 that's it's very rare that a movie does that. But like the original, the exorcist did yeah, Blair witch did. And uh, the first time I saw Texas chainsaw, the first one it did. I mean, I know St that there's a lot of people who, when they saw Texas chainsaw, um, because back then, you know, it's like it, it presents itself as being based on real events and whatever. Yeah. And there was a lot of people who thought it was fucking real. Not, you know, not that it was happening for real, but they thought yeah, it was that, based that, it on was a real shocking. story. At and least so, for American movies, it was shocking. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it is it is a... You can totally see how it inspired. But it's also, it's that kind of awesome, low-budget... But see, that's why I like horror, because all you have to do is have an idea and just figure out how to do it. And as it's, you just got to fucking commit to it and you can make that if you if your yeah, idea is good enough. Scary you can that do is. It. Look at how scary the original Halloween was on no fucking budget. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, God, yes. Because that's a very simple movie. It's just yeah. you just got to be, you know, clever. With how you shot, and it wasn't how you scary shoot it. after that because it just got to. I still, I've seen all the movies probably twenty times each. But like when you don't know what's gonna happen next, yeah, it's yeah. like that. Hell, God, that first Halloween is so fucking great. Yeah. God damn it, that movie's so beautiful. But I remember being at your house and you trying, me trying to get you and your husband. Oh my God, they're showing Halloween four again. Both of you are like, hell no. <laughs> Why? Why? Why would I want to watch that? I will watch those movies over and over. Is I mean, isn't that one of? I mean, I don't even. God, I don't even know. I don't even know which one that is. I just know it's not season of the witch. It's. I not... think four is the first one with Jamie, the little girl, and she can't talk, and they're taking oh. her to some. Ugh. You know, yeah. Where they were trying to come up with a way of oh let's <clears throat> let's have a new Michael Myers that's not Michael Myers was it yeah that? and it was the end it was her but then the next movie she's like they in the mental home and they they completely yeah got rid of that idea because it was stupid but he has a terrible some kind idea. Of psychic control over her or something but then that's when we you learn that he's being controlled by what a satanic cult or something this I just, is I never why franchises that. are dumb. <laughs> It was so stupid. Because when you put the focus on the killer, then it be then you have to come up with this stupid shit. It's like put the focus on the real people. The killer is irrelevant. <laughs> because really, the the thing that makes Leatherface and his weird ass family scary is that we don't know shit about them. 
oh yeah, and the whole family is like, fuck the fuck up. You know? And every once in a while, you'll see someone walking down the road who's as scary looking as that creepy motherfucker. Yeah. And, and, you know, you don't know. <laughs> That's what's scary. Yeah. You know, ugh. Like the like the guy the guy who owns the the gas station and the weird son who doesn't stop talking ever like those two people <laughs> those two people you actually see those people out in the world well at least if you live in Texas you fucking yeah do. oh yeah you god do. damn it they're fucking everywhere but yeah and they're normally actually friendly and nice actually well that's Most the thing the time, yes they are. <laughs> exactly the guy the guy at the the guy at the gas station was perfectly fine. <laughs> He was perfectly friendly. You know. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, but Richter, hot. Oh, God damn it. He was very hot. I was, I was very, I was very sad to see his, his pretty head beaten to a pulp. Oh, that was so fucking brutal. I that mean, was, there was, that was like, wow, how many more times are you going to smash him? There was nothing left. Oh my there God. There was nothing left. But he was so, he, like the way he, 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 he had his car keys and he was like reaching out his hand and it was like, well, at least he reached out his hand. At least he got that far. Yeah. Well, no, he was trying him. to give the bus keys back. Because yeah, remember, he, he took the bus keys. It was yeah. uh, that, that he was trying to give them back right? because he didn't want because he didn't want them to leave. He didn't yeah. want them to bail out, and he was just like, "Okay, well, yeah." But then he realized, the like, here. "Oh yeah, you need to get the hell out of here." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I gotta say, okay, I, re- I, I like I realize that that some of the you know. Oh, oh I, oh, I found out later. I found out after the fact. Because I never saw the trailer to the new uh, the new movie. So I didn't know that the, you know, oh, you try anything, you're going to get canceled. I didn't know that was in the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I actually thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> in just in the sense that it was like, oh, of course these assholes are all going to put up their fucking phones. Yeah. Of course they are. And I realized that people who are younger than us, because, okay, I, I, I listened to Happy Horror Time and they were talking about the movie uh-huh. and they had, um, they had the girl from Let Me Tell You Something, <laughs> Bitch. They had her on there. <laughs> And they were all talking, because they're all younger than us, and they were talking about, is that what they think we're like? That we would all just be immediately, like, streaming it live on Instagram? And I'm I'm in my car listening to them, and I'm going, yes, yes, exactly what we think. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's totally what I think. Sorry, that's guys, t- that's totally what we think of people your age. I'm sorry. And how many times have I said on this show, in any context, how much I hate people with their goddamn phones in the air. Yeah. I must have said that 50 times on the show. Because of <laughs> that's course totally every what I single think. one of them put, picked up their fucking phone. And, yeah, my, and the I whole time. loved, I loved the shot oh. of the phone, the, the, the shot of the phone, the, the, the streaming video with people yes. making comments and the phone falls on the floor and, and Leatherface steps over it. I love, yes. that was another shot, just a beautifully framed shot. And it was just, there was so much like that, that it was just like, there was a lot of really good kills. There was a lot of, good, yeah. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly, I wasn't too upset about like the. The uh, the sewer pipe getting cut through, although goddamn, that's a sharp uh, chainsaw <laughs> yeah. to cut through, you know, the floor joist yeah. without making the floor <laughs> fall in and cut through the sewer pipe. I mean, I've had sewer pipes break in house, you know, but you know, yeah. it's it takes. And a I lot. will say, in closing about the movie, though, I'm shocked. I've looked online, horrible fucking reviews. Not just reviews, but fan reviews. It's just, I and think, I'm shocked. Like, uh, horrible. All, I, all I've seen that was bad. Horror, was though. There were pe- there were people saying that it was too gory, and other people saying it wasn't gory enough or something. Like yeah, I haven't, I haven't just seen been a lot. Like, oh, it just irritates me. Why people just like? It is what it is. What the fuck do they expect? And you know what? If you watch it, yes, you did enjoy it. Shut up, because you had you did enjoy it. 
And I'm sorry, compare it to <laughs> any of the other yes. sequels to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you're going to have a problem with this one? Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. This anyway. was fine. It was great. It was Did a great idea. Did you watch idea. it? Yes. Did you enjoy it? Yes. yes. Shut up. You liked it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and honestly, if it had played in theaters, if it had played in theaters, people would have been cheering. Oh, totally. There were so many moments in the movie that I kind of was like, even though I don't tend to see horror in theaters, because I like to see it like in the middle of the day, usually, you know. Also, I don't go to theaters anymore because, you know, I don't want to breathe air with other people. Oh, but, God, I haven't been in theater. And, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but truly, there were moments, there were so many moments in this movie where I was just like, God, if I was in a theater full of people, this would be so much more fun. Being in a room full of people that was cheering and oh, clapping yeah. right now. Having having someone shoot someone who deserves to be yes, shot. <laughs> you know, having someone kill that annoying motherfucker and they've yeah. fin- and you're, they've finally been shut up. That those are great moments. You you want that. Uh, and that yep, and that's totally different than laughing at something that than is laughing funny. at something that's not funny, right? <laughs> Oh, my Lord, yes. Of the saints. Alleluia, alleluia. Happy spring, everyone. You know what I love most about spring? Gardening. Guess it's because I'm such a hoe. Ah, come on, I had to. And who's the patron saint of gardeners? I know you're all picturing that statue everybody's grandma has in her garden of St. Francis. But no, he's the patron saint of animals and the environment. Gardening is the jurisdiction of St. Fiacra, an Irish priest and hermit who was known for growing vegetables and medicinal herbs and once miraculously plowed a long trench just by drawing a line on the ground with his walking stick as he strolled along. And, like a lot of saints, his patronage casts a wide, weird net. Not just gardeners, but plowboys and florists, pewterers and tile makers, and taxicab drivers. In fact, there's a sort of horse-drawn carriage used as a cab for hire that's known as a fiacre cab. Another thing related to him being the patron saint of taxi drivers is that he's also the patron saint of those who suffer from hemorrhoids, anal fistulas, and... Okay, here's the thing. Dude was a healer, but he wouldn't go near a woman. Maybe because a woman once said he was practicing witchcraft. Anyway, no girls allowed in the hermitage. So probably because of that, St. Fiacre is the patron saint of dick disease. Like venereal disease, specifically of the doink. And I bet you're thinking, that's where I'm going to leave you. But you would be, like, so wrong. Because there are dueling doink disease saints. Yep, you heard me. Over there in that corner, with his little spade and his medicinal herbs, there's St. Fiacra. And in this corner, a dude with almost no story at all except that he did a lot of boozing and fucking when he was younger, then decided to become a shoeless Benedictine monk, and all anyone really has to say about him is he drank water from a nearby spring using an old basket. Ladies and non-ladies, I give you Saint Vitalis of Assisi, patron saint of diseases affecting the genitals, especially of the urinary tract. But when I say this guy has no story, 
I just mean there's no real story about his life. There is an excellent story about his head. In May of 2011, in County Meath, Ireland, a reliquary containing the skull of St. Vitalis of Assisi went up for auction. According to irishcentral.com, for many years Vitalis's head was displayed in the entrance hall of the owner's home, only to be relocated to an outhouse whenever children visited. And the lovely reliquary was sold at auction for 3,500 euros to a guy named Billy Jameson, and you'd think that would be the end of the story, but no. Billy Jameson was a Canadian who was a collector of oddities and curiosities, such as real shrunken human heads, and was about to do a show with the Canadian History Channel called Headhunters. And the day his check arrived at the auction house, Billy Jameson died. Dropped dead on his 57th birthday. So, it took a while for the auction house and the families to figure out what the hell to do with old Vitalis of the Phallus. And his head went up for sale again in 2016. And now it's in a private collection somewhere in the eastern United States. And girl, you know I want to go visit it. So if somebody knows somebody... Hook a bitch up. I I didn't watch all the video, but I do want to talk about the gay bar murder mystery video. But I'm not, but not yet. I don't remember what that is. Yeah, because you sent me a couple things. Some YouTube videos of like, gay tv shit oh matt Baum, and that would be fun to talk about but i haven't watched oh i I didn't necessarily i didn't necessarily send those to talk about on the show oh okay i mean no i mean i thought you said that to me just to be amusing but i thought it might be kind of because that um yeah because that channel is the best oh my god I mean, he has he has an entire episode that's all about the Paul Lind Halloween special. (laughs) And it's like I I never really thought about how utterly subversive and insane that 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 that, I mean, it's weird anyway. But how it's it's Margaret Hamilton and Kiss, right? And Florence Henderson. And um, oh, who else? Um, Oh, and Witchy Pooh. From H.R. Uh, Puffin stuff. Oh, it's her. Too. Oh, so it's not Martin no, Hamilton. No, both of it's them Richie are. Poo. They both oh, are. Oh, both are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Oh, and I think, um, 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 was it Roz Kelly? Yeah, I think it was Roz Kelly. The one who was uh, Pinky Tuscadero, I think, from Happy Days. Oh. I think she was in there. Like, there's all, because there's all these sketches where Paul Lind is playing, like, this super macho dude. I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. I haven't seen it in the, I mean, I have seen it all the way through, but other than the kiss clips, I haven't watched any of it in the But, but th- this guy's thing going through it all is amazing. I mean, this guy, he has, he, cause he did a video that was all about, um, why the golden girls was so popular with gays. He did one that's all about, um, the comparing the one about the, the, the gay bar murder mysteries was comparing an episode of Starsky and Hutch from the seventies that took place in a gay bar. Uh-huh. And an episode of Murder, She Wrote in the 80s that took place in a gay bar and how the gay bars were depicted totally differently. Oh. Because apparently in the 80s, gay bars didn't have any gay people in them. <laughs> of course not. They were clean and the lights were bright and there were no <laughs> gay people in them. <laughs> Especially in the drag show. Even the drag queens were completely straight and totally made out with women. I'm... <laughs> It was like, it was amazing. But it was also about how Starsky and Hutch was such a gay positive show. 
<laughs> he talked about that, and I was like, God, I gotta go back and rewatch Starsky and Hutch, man. I'd forgotten how incredible. I don't even know that I ever saw an episode of it. I probably oh, did. Oh, we were very that. into Starsky and Hutch in our house. But I just do, you and know. whole wall in her bedroom that was nothing but Starsky and Hutch posters. You know, but I do, I do remember Mitzi Morgan saying how no one was talking to Leslie Fish because of Starsky and Hutch fandom. I mean, I'm sure it couldn't hold a candle to Hardcastle and McCormick fandom. Yeah, which I've never forgotten about that conversation. I just, you know, some people want a time machine because they want to go back and kill Hitler. I want a time machine because I want to go back and find out what the fuck they were talking about. Oh, I know. I want to know exactly what they were talking about when they were talking about Starsky and Hutch fandom in the Bay Area. I should write to Leslie Fish on Facebook and just say, what was your connection with Starsky and Hutch fandom in 1982? It's just amazing. Oh, my God. She would probably think I was insane. She'd probably write me back and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. She might have been so into Starsky and Hutch fandom that she's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you asked. And then she would talk for like three hours. Maybe. I don't know. But, oh, it fits. Because how is there not... Just entire, entire websites (laughs) that are nothing but old fanzines about Starsky and Hutch. How? Oh, they might be out there. I've never, I've never seen any of it, but I'm sure, you know, someone (laughs) should be out there scanning all the old zines, the old, the old Starsky and Hutch zines. Oh, God. Oh, and do you think, do you think there was a, there was a zine that was called the Torino? Oh my god, maybe that was. Because you know that was the kind of car yes, that was. Yes. Was the Torino. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you! you were dead until you didn't get out of the coyote (laughs) anyway (laughs) oh my god oh